Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Season two of the Pat and JT podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time always gonna be the best. Come out. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. Um, you know, at the bottom of our description for our podcast, to click the link to sign up for our email newsletter. Um, we drop the science, what, twice a week, twice a month? It's pretty, it's pretty <laughs> insightful stuff. Something. We drop something. Yeah. I don't know. I, but the <laughs> one that I was, I was um, tasked with doing my, the one last week, and it came at a, a very terrible time because I have the typical Nebraska injury. It's the crack, the dry cracks around your fingernail. Um, mm-hmm. and it's on my, my swipey finger. We talked about this in our, our Pat and JT Alive last week. Um, so I, just so you guys know, I typed that entire thing with, uh, like a lobster, like four You're fingers. bandaged. Yes. It was totally rough. bandaged. Uh, I will say that it did sneak up on him. He didn't realize he had to do that episode of the, or that newsletter. Um, yeah. and <laughs> it was kind of last minute. We do have, we know which ones we're supposed to do, but both of us wait till the last minute to do them. Yeah. Without fail. That's typical. Just like high school, just like college, whatever. Why, why put off to today? Why do it today when I can put it off to tomorrow or the next right? week? Yep. Or, or, or we could say we both work better under pressure. Yes, that is true. I, there, there was even something I was doing this morning that I'm, I got the project complete and I was going to save it at X out without finalizing. It was like a video. I'm like, why not just do it? Because I just don't, I don't know. It's weird. So doing it. it ahead of schedule, it's like, ah, I might want to change something. That, that leaves you too many opportunities to go back and change something, yeah. right? <clears throat> right, exactly. I don't know, something like that. But yeah. anyway, I totally, yeah, totally, you got it done. So now it's on me. So the what next are you going to write about? From, I don't know yet. It's going to be February. I know what I'm going to write about. You know what's coming up in the middle of February? Valentine's Day. No, our three-year oh. anniversary of our podcast. Oh, that's right. It was, it was February 3rd. 13th, 14th, 15th, 15th, was 15th. it? Holy cow. Mm-hmm. And I did the math. Hold on. Yeah, of course I did. Um, I did the math and um, figured out that it would be about episode 872. Okay. That's nice. When February 15th rolls around. Wow. Holy cow. Yeah, that's so almost last, 875 episodes. The last three years have gone fast. I know. I know. It's crazy. So yeah, so the three years, three freaking years. And then I also did the math on how many radio shows we did just for fun. Oh gosh, how many? <clears throat> I'm figuring it's over 4,000. It's 4,000, almost 4,200, 4,200 Jeez. radio shows. That's so <laughs> many. If you, if you would think at the very beginning that you guys are going to have to do 4,200 shows, it'd be like, oh my gosh. <laughs> About what? About what? <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> 4,200 shows about garbage? What are you going to talk about? Insane. Yeah. It'd be things like dropping turkeys out of airplanes. Stupid stuff. As we talked about yesterday. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, We we brought it, right? (laughs) We did. (laughs) So anyway, so yeah, so that's probably what, what it'll be about. Um, is about the the three years. So that's pretty cool. All right, yeah, that's, that's a good one. That's pretty cool. Yes, yeah. exactly. And that was because for a long time we were doing them absolutely every freaking day, uh, 365, the first year and a half. Yeah, that was and rough. And that's why we have so many. 
So anywho, um, I did have something I was going to throw out there. A couple, <laughs> I finally made the, okay. Do I want to start there or do I want to start with what I saw? Let me start with what I saw the other day, okay. which was hilarious. I'm sitting at my, my the way I, where I'm working at home is I'm at my dining room table. I've converted it into like my quasi office, which is of course right off the kitchen. And I can see out the front of my house, out the living room window. And so, and I can see the backyard of the dining room window. So it's just like, it's lots of, lots of uh, natural light. Easy access to the vodka to behind you in the kitchen. There you, whatever. Uh -huh. Anyway. Okay. So everything is, that's all great. So I'm sitting here working and something catches my eye off to my left, which is my living room in the living room window. And I see the hood of a jacket Ooh, walk by or kind creepy. of bop by. Well, across the street is a sidewalk. And so people do walk by, but usually you can see the person and I just see the top of a hooded jacket. So it's a little person and it ended up being my neighbor's grandson. And my neighbor's grandson was bebopping by, and this was just a few days ago, and he's bebopping by. And so I, I'm like, what is that? Who is that child? And he looks so little. I didn't think he was her grandson because her grandchildren, I thought, were bigger. As I've seen them, they're bigger, but he, he looks so little. And he's out there dragging along two Grinch dolls, <laughs> one in each hand, <laughs> okay. and just walking down the sidewalk. And I'm like, who is this kid? And he stops. And he turns around and he looks back down the sidewalk and just stands there and stares. And then he turns around and he keeps walking across the next driveway and he stops, turns around, stands and stares. I'm like, oh my God, who is this kid? Who does he belong to? What house is it's he supposed to be? It's a wild one. Right? There's no other, there's no adult sitting around. It's like, this is a feral child. He's out running around <laughs> on the sidewalk looking for who he belongs to or what house I think he belongs to. And the funny thing was, is the next thing he did is he opened up the backside of my neighbor's mailbox and pulled everything out. Of course he did. Threw it, threw it everywhere in the yard. Like so not, over not the head. neighbor, not the grandparents. Another no, person. Okay. The neighbor. The neighbor. Yeah. He opened up and just reached in. He dropped one Grinch doll, reached in, grabbed a, a mess and just threw it over the back of his head. Just pulled every, and there was a lot in there. Like maybe they hadn't gra grabbed oh, the mail man, for a couple days. So mad. I know. <laughs> I'm so mad. Oh my God. What do I do? And I was going to throw my jacket and run out. And I thought, wait, I'm going to call my neighbor first. Just because she's on that side of the street, she'd be closer. And so I'm like, so like all over there, she was home. And I said, hey, there's a little boy that's out there pulling mail out of the mailbox. She says, oh, and you think that set of a buck would be mine? <laughs> well, no, no, Debbie. Well, he is. <laughs> oh, oh, it was. Her. It was. That's it was hilarious. She goes, that son of a gun. He loves doing that. And I keep missing. Where did he, how did he get out of the garage? How did he get, get just husband. like a dog? How do you get out of the backyard? How do you end up down at the park? <laughs> so next thing I know, I see her in her jacket and she comes out and she's finger waving in the air and the little boy's standing there holding two Grinch dolls, just looking at that her. That is awesome. Like, oh, two and a half feet high. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> if you hadn't called, who knows where he would have gone? He'd have been tearing I mail up for blocks. He was just like going, he hit that mailbox and I guarantee you, she said he would have just done the whole circle. He oh would have my done gosh, the that whole is circle. so funny. It's <laughs> awesome. I just, I thought that was hilarious. So anyway, so yeah, so the random child on the circle and, and, and it was too funny though. You think that son of a gun's mine? He is. Like, well, 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 he is. <laughs> <laughs> It's just ironic that you called her to ask because she's on the other side of the street. It had to be his. It was just uh, a gut feeling. That's, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> that was pretty funny. That was good. And then uh, I finally made the dumbest. I don't know if it's the dumbest or the most brilliant purchase. Okay. On Amazon. 
Okay. Um, and I've bought a lot of crap on Amazon. Um, I, I like writing with pencils. You know that. Mm -hmm. I'm a number two pencil. I don't like the, what do you call mechanical pencils? Right. They, they break. Um, I push too hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm, need not a, a number two. I'm not a mechanical pencil fan either. Right. Yeah. And, and like with pens, I don't like a fine point cause I'll rip the paper. I push too hard. Um, and so I like the ball, like the, the blunt pointer, yeah like yeah like right Blunty. okay bix i like big pens those, those are my favorite okay so anyway erasers on pencils suck they traditionally either smudge everything or they get really hard and you can't use them at all yeah like they dry out so i bought a box of those stupid little oh the little things that go over the top oh my gosh holy 1986 <laughs> I didn't know they still had those things. The little, it oh. looks, it's like the little hat for the pencil that is a people that are too fancy to use the pencil eraser that comes with it. And I'll never run out again. 144 arrowhead. How much did those set you back? I'm sure they were vintage. Three bucks. Three bucks. I honestly didn't know they still made those. They do. And this was, by God, the Amazon suggested favorite. Oh <laughs> my gosh. I'll never run out of erasers again. The, the, sometimes you, if you'd buy the, uh, I don't, it wasn't necessarily the cheaper brand of pencil, but you buy a certain brand of pencil and you're right. It would be like the ra eraser was slick and like, wouldn't get everything out. You had to really kind of those that you bought help you like dig in and get stuff erased. Mm -hmm. And they don't smudge it all over the place or yeah. wreck the paper. Yeah. I don't know if it's I don't think, the best. It's not the dumbest. I, it's definitely not the dumbest. It's, it's a good, it's not the best, but it's a, the best for you and your brand. Random? Yes, because it's, it's random. <laughs> it, was the, it was the only thing in the order and he delivered it yesterday at 6, 6 p.m. So do you have an actual spinny, grindy pencil sharpener or do you just use a little finger one, the hand one, like a makeup I one? have an electric one. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I remember at the office that every about 12 days. <laughs> I have two of those, one at the office and one at home. Oh, my gosh. I don't remember the last time I used a pencil. Mm -hmm. I love using a pencil. So there you go. That's what I've been doing in the last 24. Well, I, how about you, I've, uh, not much, I haven't really been doing much, uh, but I've got, uh, I did buy something on, have you ever heard the, the website called Wish? Oh, God, yes. Absolute uh, garbage. Don't ever buy anything from there. It, it looks like such good stuff. But number one, it takes five weeks to come from China. From China. And then when you get it here, it doesn't work or it's broken. And, you, and if it's clothes, mm -hmm. their sizes are not like American size. Oh, no. I, yeah, I bought a shirt like 10 years ago. bought a shirt. It was like a, it was a Korean medium. Like, well, I mean, it's got to be the same thing. No, a Korean medium is like a 2T t-shirt for a baby. It's little. <laughs> like I had to get, and I, and then I, then I didn't even think about it, but I looked at the, like, whatever the conversion chart. Yeah. And so a uh, Korean medium was like an adult, a uh, uh, whatever American XXL. It doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't make any sense. Cause you're not an XXL. Well, I'm trying not to be You got <laughs> working real so, hard at that one. But you're right. I did that too. Cause I bought a jacket long. It was a couple, three years ago. I remember buying one and I loved it. And I was like, Oh my God, that is so cool. And <laughs> can't even get it on my arm. It's like a Barbie doll. Yeah. Dress. It's it's just yeah, and what so. it, and it's frustrating because if you buy something from Amazon, it's either the wrong thing or it's not exactly what you wanted. Take it to Kohl's, send it back, and get a replacement within three or four days if you need mm -hmm. one. Uh, but the one thing that I bought from Wish was the wrong adapter. They sent me the wrong thing because I went back and I ordered the right thing. Oh. But there's nothing I can do. So you just eat it. You, it's like you just you don't even want to send it back. You're not going to get a refund. You don't. I don't want to wait another six weeks for a plug. You know, mm -hmm. so it's dumb. 
Yep. Agreed. Agreed. So anyway, so once again, here we are back to uh, what Centrist Federal Credit Union is trying to help us do is not blow our money like that on things like Wish. Yeah. Um, <laughs> then think a little better about our impulse buys and what we're buying from. And Centrist Federal Credit Union teamed up with us for the year, and we're really excited to have them as a partner on our podcast. I saw a very interesting video this weekend with Steve. It was on Instagram. It, was, it wasn't on Steve Harvey's account, but it was like a motivation, whatever, but it was something Steve Harvey said on his show talking about couples and finances. And this is exactly how Beth and I do it, but it wasn't because Steve Harvey told us to, but we have like, you have like a, um, and we don't even have, actually it's not, we don't have a joint account. I have an account. She has an account. And then we Mm -hmm. each have savings accounts and then we have a joint savings account, but the checking account, like I, I, we split everything 50, 50 and I send the money to her at the beginning of the month and whatever she has, I have, it's our own stuff. So Mm -hmm. going to a place like Centris that has all those you each get, I highly recommend couples structuring their finances that way. It alleviates arguments and it lets you still feel like you have some control over what you want to spend money on. If I want to go get rolly things at QT, she's not going to, I don't have to be pulling it out of a joint account. I can do what I want. And it's, and to have the support of centrist in that process would be kind of nice. It is kind of neat. And everybody's got their own structure. I don't feel like you know, one way is better than the other. I think I remember it was like, you know, you do the the two individual accounts and have a household account. And so yeah. each would contributed that. And then if you needed something for the house, it could come from the household account. Yep. Um, Which actually uh, we do you know, have that. You're right. We do have that. So, you know, so yep. regardless, it's just kind of nice to, to be able to do that. And they can help you with that. Um, they would love to. They've got some great people that work there. They're a lot of fun and they are really good at what they do. And they're local they're local. Yeah. And, and, and this day and age, it just seems like more and more you're starting to think, you know what, maybe you need to pay attention to who's doing local business and not be a part of the big, the big corporate structure. You want some people who make decisions on the local level. Centris is a great place to start with your finances, at least. Go to their website. It's centrisfcu.org or 402-334-7000 and ask them all those kind of questions. There you go. And so now that leads us into our special guest because it's who dat time. And um, Austin is sitting in the hot seat right now with Pat in the studio. Actually, you guys are in the same room together. Right. It scared me because like we haven't had an in-person guest in I don't know how long. And he's here. I'm like, what are you? What? what? Are you going to rob me? Who are you? What's going on? It's Austin. It's Austin. Welcome, Austin. Thank you. Thank you, Jill. Good to be here. And and I was uh, very excited to be able to come in and uh, be here with Pat in in the studio, which is great. (laughs) (laughs) Just hanging out. Your new bud, huh? Yeah. Yep. No, this is great. I'm, I'm really excited about it. And I mean, I've listened to a couple of guys' episodes and, and seen it all uh, from the back end and as well as being a part of it, something that I'm excited about. So, well, we're, we're really happy to have you with us today. And, and I tell you what, let's, let's start with what you do at, at Herdat. And then we're going to get into a little bit of you and your history and, and what makes Austin tick. Yep. That sounds great. So I jumped on board with Herdat uh, a few months ago and I, Formerly, I'm called the account, account executive, um, and I, I've kind of been able to meet a lot of great people and turn over stones and really trying to get Herdot's name and business out there a little bit more in the Omaha community and as well as uh, nationwide. Um, and it's, it's been great. I've, I've been able to have versatile days, um, obviously, considering the uh, wide range of services that Herdot does provide and, and cool things that they can do just like this. Um, so I've been able to kind of dip my toe on a little bit of everything as well as uh, network, make great connections, and uh, just really, really get out there, which has been very fun so far. It's been fun. You've gone to several events with me, um, which has been a lot of fun. He, you go to an event with Austin, don't expect him to hang around. He's just like, floop, and he's off into the, <laughs> into the ether and flitting around, meeting people and, and uh, making some great connections, which is fantastic. And also, I, we're glad to have you on because we wanted to get a taste of the whole podcast thing. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and I think that was I was very lucky to be going to that first event with you, Jill. I will say I, I uh, it was very all very new to me, and, and it was it was fun to have uh, you around and that personality, and, and made it a lot easier in the transition because. Um, I guess jumping into it a little bit, I that was my first uh, real networking event in the professional world that wasn't professional sports. Um, so that was wait, yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Okay, he just drops that little bomb right there. Professional sports. Let's, uh, Austin, uh, what is it you did in your past life? Yep, my past life um, was a, a three-year professional soccer career, um, and I I was brought to Omaha for two two of those three years. Um, so. Out of college, I went to North Carolina um, and lived in Raleigh for a year playing for North Carolina FC there professionally, and that was my rookie season. Um, had a lot of fun there. It was a great, great city, great experience, and then I was brought to Omaha, Nebraska, and I had never been to Nebraska before, didn't quite know what to expect, but Omaha has been great to me. Um, it surprised <laughs> me a lot, and, and uh, yeah, I, I played for Union Omaha the last two years, and we had a lot of great success and, and was able to cap my uh, professional career off with the championship this past season. Which what a great amazing. way to go out. Exactly. Yeah. Right? That's awesome. Yeah, I had, had a lot of fun and great people there, great great organization, and, and going out with the championship, they couldn't ask for a better way. So that was part of how I knew it was my time, and uh, her dad was obviously a bigger part of that story too, but but uh, we can we can get into that yeah. um, forward. Well, the neat thing, Herda has a really cool relationship with Union Omaha and with Marty Cordero and the Storm Chasers and mm. that this just the whole crew. They're fantastic people, great organization. Um, and so, yeah, we're really lucky to have you and really happy to have you, but want to know more about you. So before North Carolina, what, where, 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 where were you? Yep. Just going back chronologically, uh, Indiana university was where I spent four years playing soccer and, and in the business school as well. Um, and, and marketing professional sales degrees there and, and, and a lot of great people there as well. Um, Indiana university was, was a special time for me over the four years I was there and, and, whether it's the soccer team or people I met through the business school or even just the entire athletic department. Um, a great organization and program as well, and, and uh, love that that there. And, and St. Louis was where I was before that, um, and is where I was uh, grew up. I, I was born in California, and I, I joke that I'm a Cali boy, but I moved in kindergarten, so I <laughs> can't, can't really say that. Um, I was, it wasn't on the beach as much there, but um, but yeah, I, I do recall apple trees in the backyard and being able to run outside and pluck apples whenever I wanted, which is fun, um, but Moved to St. Louis in kindergarten and grew up there and, and played soccer, of course, and, and uh, basketball and, and baseball for very short-lived time. It wasn't as fun to me. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I had a, a great experience growing up there. Two brothers of mine um, growing up, so I was the middle child, and um, being, being a family of three boys and then my parents, we had a lot of uh, a little bit of mischief in the neighborhood, like the story you were describing earlier, and I, I was thinking in my head, that, that kid needed a Razor scooter for a quick getaway. Right? That's, that's what we would have had going. <laughs> Got to use things, work smarter, not harder, exactly, man. Exactly. Quick getaway. But no, I don't know if we were plucking mailboxes, but we, we caused some trouble, and uh, whether it's soccer balls into a window or, or tennis racket baseball, hitting, blasting those into neighbor's yards. So we were, we were all over the place, um, crossing neighbor, neighbor boundaries as well, but <laughs> having fun. And uh, yeah, Razor Scooter was definitely a, a fun part of that. It, it took me back to a story too when I was naturally, you know, riding down the biggest hill in the neighborhood. Oh my and, gosh. And uh, one of my, my hot spots in the neighborhood was we had a little neighborhood crew that we hung out with around the guys <laughs> the same age. And, and uh, my buddy's house was down that hill and they had a dog that was obsessed with with razor scooter wheels or just any wheels they could get their teeth on. Um, <laughs> so they see me riding down the razor. I was on the opposite side of the street. Somehow the dog got free, ran right across, 
and didn't go for the wheel this time. I think it was mad that I kept going because I had some velocity. You know, I'm, the whole name of the game is riding down fast on yeah, this hill. Yeah, of course. And I'm cruising down. This dog comes out, and I'm like, oh, no. I know this dog's a little a little excited around these wheels. Gets oh, me no. right in the butt, actually. So, like, a little little bite on the butt. Oh, really? And I'm not happy. I leave the scooter. I stomp all the way up the hill. The dog doesn't care about me once I leave the scooter, of course. And then mm-hmm. I go back home. <laughs> and I, I talked about this with my mom about a week and a half or so ago. That's why I was fresh in my brain, and the Razor scooter came to mind with the with this kid um but i i went home and my mom told me i didn't even tell her i just went straight to my room and pouted and i didn't say a word to her and then she 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 knows something's up moms know right moms know everything they know yeah they always do and and, and she comes to my room and, and says what's what's wrong austin what's going on and, and then i was like tori the dog's name was tori tori bit me in the butt <laughs> and the scooter's still there so we didn't have friend, friendly neighborhood jill to, to call in and say hey there's a scooter in the yard i don't know what's going on but so my mom found out about it all and, and everything was fine and, and no harm no foul but it was uh that's was, funny it came to in mind the butt. thank god it was just the butt yeah right mm-hmm. it was, it was a, what kind of dog was it i can't recall honestly um big no, uh, a little bit. I mean, maybe thirty pounds, forty pounds. It was. It definitely mm-hmm. could. Well, you're get going moving. sixty-five miles an hour on a scooter. Yeah, at least sixty-five. Even a, <laughs> right, even a Chihuahua gets up in there. It'll not only knock you off, but can do some damage on your yeah. butt. And I want to say oh I was around the age of probably this, this kid you're describing too. So I wasn't. Uh, I was in no no shape to to fend it off by any means. <laughs> so you were a little bit lower to the ground, so it could have been a smaller knock. I guess. Yeah, okay. yeah. I, okay. It's tough to remember. You know, this is, this is my uh, my post-traumatic stress memory coming out. <laughs> yeah. So okay. See. So and I'm. I'm I won't go to the whole story because I have before, but I injured my leg. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, God. An Achilles tendon, and it was because oh a dog was chasing me up a hill. And in my mind, it was a humongous mm-hmm. wolf, whatever. But I'm sure it <laughs> was Wait, something. Wait, can we just point out you were an adult when this happened? I was. An, well, yes, I was. I, yes, I was an adult. I was 26. But it was so that's why I'm thinking my my the memories are more solidified in my head. It was probably like a rabid coyote or whatever. But it was probably like a little Shih Tzu. But she was protecting <laughs> yeah. a little her little puppies. Yep. Yeah. So I get the PTSD memories mm-hmm. sometimes messes with you. Yeah, but um, yeah. So yeah. I guess that kind of got off off subject a little bit there. But yeah, three boys growing up in the household. Um, soccer balls flying all around and, and having fun at St. Yeah. Louis and and. Uh, yeah, my well, okay, let me ask you this. If, mm-hmm. if, if soccer hadn't worked out for you professionally, mm-hmm. uh, you're in Indiana. Uh, what, where do you think you would have gone? What, what did you want to do? If, if soccer wasn't going to be the thing, what were you going to do? Yeah, that's something I, I never truly, it's something I didn't want to consider as much for the longest time because I was so dead set on making it professionally and playing professionally from, from the youngest age. Um, but obviously, as you get older and, and being at a great business school, all these different opportunities are you're seeing them, at least if, if you're not having them yourself um, and, and you're getting prepared for them. So I did actually kind of wake up. I had a, a little bit of a realization senior year of like, OK, maybe I need to do some things um, and some networking and some potentially internships because soccer is a, was a job in college, right? Like full time, essentially, yeah. D one sports. It's it's a job. You're networking, you're, you're making connections and, and you're getting prepared for the workforce. But at the same time, you want to use your degrees and, and be prepared on that end. Um, and I think there was a class where. There was a public speaker or a networker that came in, um, a recruiter actually from a company, and they were just everything they were saying was kind of resonating with me. And I was like, okay, I should check this out. And this is, like I said, I think senior year, first semester, and, and I uh, I turn over some stones and, and get moving. And, and sure enough, one thing leads to another, I, and then I am doing the interview process. So I did get a, a job offer in Chicago. I'm at a sales firm for common environment um, safety software, environment tech, health safety software for businesses. So somewhat of a different realm her dad somewhat has its toes and obviously technology and, and uh, website builds design all that good stuff but 
Um, this was an interesting kind of sales software service in Chicago. So I got that offer, but of course turned it down to play soccer because that's something I can only do once in my lifetime and I couldn't pass it up. I had to at least see what it was all about. Oh, for um, sure. Yeah, it's so, a no-brainer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but definitely yeah. something in the business world is always my calling after soccer or before if soccer mm-hmm. didn't work out. Um, and I, I did prepare a little bit on that end. And, and marketing, sports business, some version of that. Uh, my mom always said I should – be a sports sports broadcaster because uh, talking about games when I was growing up and, and uh, for sure with my brothers of course all the, all the commentary you could imagine whether it was our favorite teams teams we don't like rivalries so we we uh, we did yeah. a little bit of it all well that's something that could still be on the table you never know mm-hmm. yep right exactly still mm-hmm. young still yeah. young 20, 25. Right. <laughs> maybe in house announcer no no offense to the current in house announcer at union I'm just, <laughs> saying. <laughs> I'm just saying yeah you know. we'll see we'll see they, they have some great uh great people there and i've actually gotten to meet too i mean obviously playing you hear the announcers too if you're watching film or even awesome. there's interviews too and, and even college as well i mean i'll give a shout out to dean linky he, he's got his hand in just about every sport and broadcasting possible and route across college athletics and pros so he's uh he's someone that i kind of got to hear a lot about and, and um made a connection with and, and saw a little bit of his world too which is a cool one Fantastic. Well, Austin, thank you for popping in. Yeah. We appreciate that. Thank you guys for having me. And appreciate you coming in in person. (laughs) Right? That's great. It's great. Is Pat dressed appropriately? Because he's usually there by himself. He's looking great. He looks good. Yeah. He's sharper than me right now. I, I don't have as, as nice of a tee on that he does. Well, <laughs> see, because normally I wouldn't. I, I have a collared shirt on today because I'm picking up guests at the airport today. So that's why I'm wearing <laughs> oh, a collared shirt. My wife's like, you have to wear a collared shirt. So I'm wearing a collared shirt. So tomorrow I'll be back to wearing my all whatever I got free from her at her Hale Varsity stuff, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so the guests get one day. One day. And I'm going to tell them that too. I'm like, this, you guys take a picture. This is it. Tomorrow, <laughs> it's it's joggers and a hoodie. That's all it is. That's Sorry. <laughs> My apologies. <laughs> well, Austin, yes, thank you for popping in with us. I really appreciate it. Good to get to know a little bit more about you and where you're from. And actually, I'm going to say real quick here is that there was actually an Omaha connection with your dad, too, wasn't there? Um, I'm trying to was remember. There? A little bit. I mean, he so he spent a lot of time... Um, well, 20 years plus career with Edward Jones, and they're all over the place. So I know he's been in the Omaha area. Um, nothing mm-hmm. too solidified in terms of kind of a long-time connection, but I know he's been in and out of Omaha, and he, he knew about it more than I did before I stepped foot here. So That's really cool. Yeah. Well, we're glad to have you in Omaha, and we're glad to have you at Herd At. For sure. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much for having me, and I, I enjoyed it. And, oh, um, and I forgot something. I'm you. Can I say, I can, I don't know if I can say this or not. Hold on, uh, Austin. Pretend you can't hear this. He was my secret Santa, and we didn't have a secret Santa thing because of COVID. We're still going to have it, Pat. <laughs> Shit. When everybody gets back to work. Hey, I can't hear anything. Okay. Are, you, are you guys there? I, I couldn't hear anything. I don't know if you oh, lost yeah, never me mind. or what. Okay, good. <laughs> never mind. Eject, eject. So like I got- can you hear me? I can't hear anything. Okay, <laughs> anyway, it's been great, so hit the music. Anywho. Okay. <laughs> Awesome. Yes. Thanks, man. Thanks. Uh, it's Pat and JT, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I was just kidding, by the way. I have Sasha. Don't worry about it. <laughs> about Thanks. what? Yeah, about what? Yeah, right. Thanks. <laughs> Pat and JT Podcast. A Huda Media Production.